coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Good. I saw Good, you, I'm doing well. I saw you and your wife, and along with LT and his wife, they you guys went to a concert last night. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was uh, timestamp August 27th of the weekend. Perform at Levi Stadium. Nice, uh, great show. I'll, I'll be Sorry. asking. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about it now. How was? I'll be. You seen them before though, right? The weekend. Yeah. And how would you compare it? Like. Pretty pretty much the same, just different uh, production or this better, this a little bit worse. I mean, because the last time it was at in the arena, this time it was in Levi Stadium. So, but it could, right. you know, the the pros and cons are you know the uh, the strengths and and weaknesses. What do you what do you uh, compare and contrast? Okay, so it was a good show. Uh huh. I think uh, overall, just the the stadium show dynamic is 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 a, a, just a better one. I mean, it's the okay. the larger venue that still sells out. You know, yeah. he, he didn't he didn't do Levi Stadium to have it half empty. I mean, it was it was definitely <laughs> right. uh, he like yeah yeah. I mean, it was uh, you know uh, it, it was it was packed and, and that you know that that crowd energy. You know, if if you're into it, yeah. it's awesome. You know, yeah. That, that's um, that's one one thing I was gonna ask you. Since it's bigger, you could just feel the the energy, the vibe from the crowd, right? Right. Exactly the noise before. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then too, just it's been like years since I've seen them because of COVID and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So actually, like three years. So, uh, for those of you that, that do follow the the, the weekend um, artist, yeah, the last tour I saw him was was the Starboy Starboy tour. Mm-hmm. That five times No, it's when we. Uh, <laughs> it's when that out, you know, that Starboy album came out too, which which, which was really uh uh, uh what you call the him uh i i think re- reaching a, a new level of, of stardom in, in mm-hmm. my personal oh opinion. yeah 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 uh, that 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 really like launched him into the stratosphere right going forward uh you know he could tour and stuff however you know he, he had that last few albums and you know, did the uh the the half show uh for both ago Oh, yeah, that was that was real quick. That was one of my favorite halftime shows of all time. Like looking back on, at the time, I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" But when I reflected on it, I'm like, "That was pretty fucking yeah. entertaining." You know, it, it, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I I rewatched uh, you know I rewatched it online and it, it was pretty cool when I yeah. think about it. And and um, you know, a lot of times you may like an artist, but then when you hear the new stuff, it, you don't get it right away. But right. Then after you hear it more time, you but. Uh, Feel it more, and you see, maybe you don't relate to it as much as you do his other stuff, but you relate to the artist, what he's doing, and what he's feeling. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is, he played. He had more hits to, to, to go through. Right? Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he actually played the hits because you know some artists uh, yeah. they don't like to do like they're, they're tired of their songs sometimes. Oh no, I get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, he didn't play everything and feel like. There's some songs he can't do because they're they're collab, so he doesn't right. do like half a song. So he kind of just goes and and did what he, uh, you know, did what he wanted to. So it was a cool show. Uh, we uh, we, we didn't even go to the opening act too. We we got there kind of like uh, a little bit, <laughs> yeah, a little bit after eight. Mm-hmm. 
with a dry hop with citra and citra cryo hops for a juicy wave of citrus and tropical fruits. And I got this over at uh, Tap Savvy in uh, I think it's, it's still Litchfield Park down there. So anyway, without further ado, Papa, what do you got? I have out of Vista, California. Brothers Brewing Company, hmm. their courage lager. Oh, you're still searching for the perfect summer lager? Yeah. Very nice. So uh, it says this beer has been reduced gluten. For more info, visit. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize it was a gluten or reduced beer. I thought that was your but, favorite part of the beer. <laughs> it is. It is. At least it's reduced. <laughs> okay. So the early bird gets the worm, or so they say. Waking up early every day, fending off the other fall for some pulse crap thrown across the ground. That may be the type of or That type of life isn't me. I need something more meaningful. That is why I hit the road, and it hasn't been odd jobs here and there. Driving cars to get to the other side. I'm all beat up, or I think I'm free. Free to be bold and take risks, search for. Okay, so but yeah, on the the cover art of the cat art mm-hmm. is a, a rooster. The rooster looks like he's screeching or calling. He's all bandaged up. Oh, okay. Did you so see that? Uh, did you see that? Uh, there was a a survey going around the uh, University of South Carolina. You know what their mascot is, right? The Gamecock. Yeah, there was a. So they put out a survey of what they should name the new mascot because I guess maybe the last one passed away, so they they got a new one. <laughs> it's like sixty something percent of the uh, responders want wanted to be called Cock Commander. <laughs> it, and it reminded me of a uh, was it Dogma or something? One of those Kevin Smith films where uh, Jason Mewes called uh, himself the yeah. <laughs> the Click Commander. <laughs> yeah, that was that was Jay and Tyler Bob's like that. Oh, okay. All right. I, I forgot which Kevin Smith movie it was from, but <laughs> so it, it reminded me of that. That's like the counterpart. Exactly. So, uh, real quick, also on the can. So it's Kurt Lager. It's a German Lager hybrid brewed with German Pilsner malt, German Lager, American Crystal. Nice. So it's a five point zero percent ABV. Uh, it's got a certified can. We are very nice. All right, uh, mine. Holy shit, man! So, what I know of Great Notion, they make good sour, uh, sour beers, kettle sours. I think Blueberry Muffin is one of their their most sought after sours. Uh, that's the one I I've heard first. Um, you know the, that saying, "Your reputation precedes you." You heard that before, right? Yeah. Well, and yeah. I got here before him. <laughs> right. And uh, so Blueberry Muffin was there, the first there, one. Yeah. I'm sorry. There, were, there was a, a sports post book that I had back in the day. Yeah. And someone said that his reputation seated him. And we knew a lot about him before he got here. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't Yogi Berra, was it? No. Okay. <laughs> It sounded like it sounds like a little bit of, like a yogiism. It does at the same time, sadly. It was. 
Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, the first thing I ever heard about Great Notion was their blueberry muffin, which is I think is a blueberry sour. But I also heard they had great IPAs, and I think I've had a couple of them. They they get out here down or down here I should say, every once in a while, very sparingly. And so when I saw this one in the refrigerator over at the Tap Savvy, and I saw it, I got it. I kind of got excited. And about a couple of weeks ago, and I've been kind of wanting to display it on the show, but it just now's the time. Let's put it that way. Now is the time. So, great notion, ripe. This one's good. It, it's citrus, citricky, um, very like uh, tropical fruity. Um, it does have mango and some papaya. Maybe even a little bit of guava in there and a little bit of orange. It's almost like a like a tropical pog. I guess. Well, I guess pog is 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 tropical in itself. But this one is is fabulous and. It's very soft too. It's not like uh, harsh, you know. Some some New England style IPAs, you know, they're a little bit. Uh, they got a little bit of the the citrus zest to them. This has the taste, but none of the zestiness. So it is very soft. It's a soft feeling beer. It's wow. This one's incredible. I already know I'm gonna rate it like in the uh, in the in the lower fours, lower to mid fours. This one's really good. I like it. So how's your beer treating you? Uh, I had a. This thing but I will let you know after. <laughs> oh, you haven't done one of those in a while, especially for for a lager too. Okay, right away I, I taste missing gluten, but I'm not one that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't hold that against them. But you know, for some people, it's a it's a good thing. Oh no, definitely. Um, okay, I, I'm just going off first impression for a sip. Yeah, it it does. This tastes like a like a, a German lager. It mm-hmm. just feels it just tastes a lot lighter, like crisper. Okay, all right. Yeah, just like yeah, just smooth, just yeah, just lighter. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say watered down because there's still a lot of flavor going on. However, it does uh, it, it finishes like nice. All right, um, we will rate these beers later during our untapped portion of the show. Uh, so just. Search for our name on Col- on on Untapped. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. But right now, uh, it's not time for the beer news. We are gonna get into Coach's Corner. All right, so begins a new year, a new season, and we got what ten, right? Ten, yeah, <laughs> we got a lot, man. Ooh, let's start it off right now. All right. Are we going to finish with 10? Oh, no, we are not going to finish with 10. I already see two, right, two so, people who are uh, okay. might be on the, the short leash. The short leash, I have to see. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll, we'll talk about who we think that is later on. But, yeah, I, I can see this finishing up uh, 12 and then uh, possibly 13 if there's a scandal, right? <laughs> True, there might be a scandal. You never know. This is one of those outlying factors. Uh, okay, so going down alphabetical order by last name, we have Dennis Allen, right? Mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints. He was a defensive coordinator for them, so he got up. However, this is not his first game, right? Because he was famously with the uh, the Oakland Raiders, right? And but I believe this is his first. Uh, head coaching since, and uh, you know, he inherits a, a decent team. 
what we say is team subdivision are yeah I uh, Brady and the uh, you know Buccaneers two years ago champions uh, still a good squad over there um well, I'll talk about my thoughts on the rest of the competition later. okay but moving on the devil uh, oh yeah here's the thing though too Todd Bowles is taking over for uh, Buccaneers uh, arguably, like, it's more of a coaching transition because Bruce Aaron, as far as I know, is still in the building right. at a different capacity. Front um, office, right? And, right. Mm-hmm. And front office and field-ish, but uh, Todd Bowles has been one of his uh, long-time assistants in league uh, for quite a while. I'm yeah. sorry. Did Bowles play? Is he a player? I, you know, I, I don't know that off the top of my head, no. If he was, he wasn't okay. a, a, a. He was a role player. Right, he was in a, a standout. Yeah, at least part of his uh, body of work. But I just was wondering too, maybe he was a long time uh, player for 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 Bruce Allen. You know what I mean? Arian- like, oh yeah, maybe. From- you know, I've been. It, this is Arian. this is so stupid, but um, so you know, the whole Tampa Bay Buccaneers, TB Tom Brady Buccaneers, you know, or Tampa Bay. Um, now that Todd Bowles is there, is it, that's another TB. Is it the yeah. Todd Bowles Buccaneers, uh, Todd Pabe, or <laughs> is it still Tom Tom's team? What do you think? <laughs> the Tom Bowlers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's just it's like the celebrity name. You put them both together. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh, who's the next? Or did you have anything else to say about Bowles? No. Sorry. Okay. Uh, next is Brian Dable, uh, head coach of the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. So, who was the last coach of the Jets or the Giants? Jets. Uh, was it Joe Judge? Yeah, Joe Judge, right? Who took over from McAdoo. So, um, I, I believe Dable's from. Uh, no, he's not from from New England, is he? I know because I know Judge was. Yeah, I'm I wouldn't looking... know today. They replaced him doing the guy with another uh, Let me see here. Dable was from uh, Buffalo. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, taking another uh, New York franchise guy and giving him his own shot. Um, I'm not sure if uh, that's a good spot. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, it's gonna be Not tough. That Dable, I don't know. I don't know him as a coach, but yeah, the, the Giants are Giants are in a, uh, in a watch right now. I don't. I don't know if they have enough to really contend, and I don't know if they're ready to tear it down and, and start over. But uh, they have they have one superstar on the team, and he's a running back. And if, if that's your only superstar, then you're you're lacking. Right, especially because he got hurt last year. Yeah, he always gets hurt too. <laughs> that's another thing. All right, next. Next is Matt Eberflus for the Chicago Bears. Right, they went from one Matt to uh, another. Right, the, I think this is a tough scenario too because right uh, last year they they had a different um, a different well, coach and, and the coaching staff, and that's the year they got their. Uh, Supposedly franchise pick, right? The first rounder on yeah. quarterback. Justin Fields. So yeah. So now 
that coach is gone, and then the new coach has to work with him. It, not, I'm not saying that he can't, but it's it's still kind of not. It's not like his guy. Right. And you said that last year, maybe even the year before, like it's all about the coach and the quarterback dynamic and maybe they could become guys, but he didn't pick them himself. And, 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 and and the rest of the team, I mean, the, the, the offensive line is garbage. The defensive line is good. Um, yeah, they're, they're just, uh, they're in limbo right now. I don't see them doing well. And when we talk about our picks later, they're, (laughs) they don't look too good on my, on my board. Right. Didn't they have that linebacker that wanted to trade because his uh, contract wasn't funny? Yeah, and then they they also got rid of Mac too. So I mean, who the hell's who the hell else do they have? Not they're not looking good for right. the Bears this year. Yeah. All right. Next, um, we have Nathaniel Hackett with the Denver. I don't know anything about this guy. What do you know about Hackett? I thought I told you the story about how his dad was a. Uh, was a coach with the Niners back in the day. Oh, that's him. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know too much about him other than uh, the offensive coach, West Coast guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Called, uh, could possibly do a thing or two with Russell Wilson and, and the Broncos offense. So, uh, I think uh, this is one of the better landing spots for a new first-time head coach. Yeah, I think you and I talked about that in the fact that uh, it they had a pretty decent team. They just didn't have a good leader, and it, they didn't on field and sideline leader. So, you know that now they have uh, Russell Wilson as their on field leader. Now let's see what Hackett could do on the sideline, right? Right. Yeah. So it it's but that that fucking division, man. <laughs> that that was uh that's a you think this is the hardest the AFC West is the hardest division uh, this year. Oh, that's that. Okay, yeah. All right, let's hey, um, they got a, go ahead. They got a lot of stacked rosters on all the teams. They do, man. And we'll get we'll get to that later uh, at the end of the show when we when we talk about our picks for this year. So uh, let's move on to the next coach. Uh, that would be Mike McDaniel of the mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. Uh, I saw him in the news today for uh, kind of a sad thing. I guess one of their uh, one of their like uh, PR people, front office uh, guys, uh, passed away. Suddenly, oh. a younger guy, still, still in his forties. Um, so yeah, as a coach, Mike was a uh, statement about that. But for, I'm sorry, I don't mean to read this. No, uh, the, the guy, the guy's name doesn't come. But uh, it was covered in, in local news because uh, he had ties to the 49ers. He, he came up with it. Oh, okay. But as far as Mike McDaniel and the jobbies, well, how do you think of the, the Miami as a spot? I know we we, we talked about landing spots uh, a few few episodes ago, but um, do you think Miami's a, a good spot to land if you're a coach? You, do you want to be there? It's To me, it's like kind of like middle of the road. How do you feel? It is because you hear so much about Miami as far as, you know, they wanted to go all in and they got the, the Brady tampering going on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. So, and uh, there's already ties that, you know, that they're, they're really to make a play for, uh, for, uh, what's his name? Sean, uh, was it Sean Payton? Oh, yeah. The uh, New Orleans coach from last year. Right. So, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like, 
but McDaniel's just a placeholder. Oh, okay. Already seen Butler. You think so? And then could be. You could it, be right. It, it, it seems like that from the reports on going back. I guess I said going back to the whole Brady tamper like that, like mm-hmm. like the uh, Miami ownership is willing to get some big money to get some big names uh, in the time they're willing because they got draft pick capital as well. So they, they're, they got they're a lot, willing, yeah. But you know they're they're willing to, uh, to throw some of that around to get what they want. Yeah. They should but trade for uh, Garoppolo. It's, it's exactly. <laughs> but yeah, for, but for for McDaniel too, his personality. I mean, he is a funny guy, and you kind of know that in a lot. But to me, there's kind of a reason why. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, uh, and then Tua. I mean, Tua. They show a highlight of him throwing a great pass, like cool. Then they show like more of him doing terrible passes. Uh, Water cold and begun to have a uh, a story out on him. Other than he's not there yet. Yeah, and and it, it seems like I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it from Tua. I mean, but then again, he's been hurt and he hasn't had a great situation. So uh, if it doesn't happen this year, maybe one more year, and then and then that's it. You can't just say, "Oh, he hasn't had the the right coach," or he hasn't had the right talent it's like dude you've been in the league for four years now what the fuck either put up or shut up right no i should say to his his backers or you know the the two are truthers you know (laughs) after after a few years you you can't keep saying uh he just needs one more thing because you gotta let him go all right let's move on to the next coach josh mcdaniel las vegas Josh McDaniel. So he was the OC over at uh, New England for a while. And to be honest, they, they weren't great the last couple of years without Tom Brady. Right. You could argue that. Um, the uh, Well, his, his history, co- uh, coaching history, uh, he he was taken pretty young by the, uh, by the Broncos, right? In Tebow, the three of the Oh, yeah. And they won. Much with him. They they won that one playoff game against Pittsburgh, right? Right with that that, that long uh, touchdown pass, right? But in the overtime. But what I would say is it, it's not his first go around. So uh, you know, I think he he, uh, he stepped in that pool, kind of got in a little over his head, went back to uh, what he knows with the uh, with the uh, the Patriots, mm-hmm. and I, I'm thinking he's going to do well. I think he got. He got, you know, he, he kind of knew uh, the report on him, and he probably used his time in in, in uh, New England to uh, to address those those issues, and he's probably going to do a better a better go around. Is what I'm trying to say. I think so too. I think maybe he realized he wasn't ready yet. Went back, you know, did a little bit more studying under his his a little bit more tutelage under his um, mentor uh, Belichick. Now I. It's a good situation, I think. Uh, he landed in Las Vegas. I'm saying it's the best of the league, but it's still really good. Um, the only thing, I'd like like I said, I mean, he had like a great fucking quarterback to help him out with his uh, his cause. Um, didn't he have like a? Wasn't there some bullshit he did with the 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 
Bills or the Jets or something. Like he said, or the was it the Browns? He said he was going to go there, and then he, the last second, he said, "Nah, I, I just want to get out of here. I, I don't want to be the head coach no more." Remember that? Was that him? I I remember a story like that. I just don't remember who was involved. Oh yeah, no, no, it was him, hundred percent sure. It was him. I just forget which team it was. <laughs> So we'll see. There was a, there was, you know, there was the, the he, he jumped in the kitty or he jumped in the, the big end real quick, uh, the big end of the pool real quick. Um, but knew it wasn't for him. Then he dipped his toes and kind of fucked some people over. But now he's, uh, he's in it, man. And he's one. <laughs> I mean, Las Vegas is, is a hard place to read, man. When it comes to like football, you have no idea if it's a football town or not. The games are going to be sold out. And we, as you and I already know, it's, super expensive to get into the stadium unless you have like you know direct asset access to the tickets but is it is it a football town what do you think you think las vegas is a football town how many years you you give las vegas to prove that they are a good football town um i would say 10 years i'm thinking like eight eight okay all right yeah you know what i'll say eight to 12 years See how the city responds to them, because it already seems like they love those Golden Knights, right? Yeah, I mean, but the Golden Knights had a unique uh, expansion uh, exception that gave them a really stock transfer right away. Oh yeah, they're they're not like a, a transfer team; they're a expansion team. So they they were they they experienced uh, um, success almost immediately. But anyway, and you and, and you and I both know. I mean. The, the the Raider Nation is pretty big, um, expands all the way up down up and down the West Coast and all over the country. So people are gonna uh, pay to it's it's almost like a premium or like a, a gift for them. Like hey, let's go to a Raider game this year. Well, you know we'll, we'll go to Vegas for the couple days and uh, one of the uh, expenses will be a Raider ticket. So that they they will do well. I'm I'm not saying the games aren't gonna be. They're gonna, it's going to be the better than Chargers game as far as the home game experience. But um, as far as the town, I don't know, man. It's going to take a few years. All right, um, enough about the Raiders. Let's let's move on to the next coach in the coach's corner. Kevin O'Connell of Minnesota Vikings. What? I don't know anything about this guy, man. <laughs> I know he's 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 got a he's going into a pretty good uh, situation because it it's not like the the Vikings are bad or they don't have any talent. I just think the uh, what's who's it Stefanski wasn't Stefanski the the coach last year or was it what am I mis mis misthinking it? I thought it was Zimmerman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Stefanski went to the Browns. My bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, was yeah. There you oh, go, yeah. Mike Zimmerman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of uh, they they got some good personnel like uh, Jefferson and well, uh, Dylan's a nice player. They got some defense guys, but I don't know. Uh, cousin, he's cousin. <laughs> But, you know, it, they point out on the uh, Bill Simmons podcast a lot that Cousins and Prescott both have this, pretty much the same stats. And it seems like cousin, Cousins is more uh, maligned than Prescott is. Okay. So, I mean, if it were up to you, who would you rather have on your team? Uh, Prescott or, or Cousins? Uh, 
It's tough, right? Yeah. Um, as far as Kevin O'Connell goes, uh, he was a player for a few years. Um, bounced all over the place. Patriots, Lions, Jets, Dolphins. Jets again, and then the Chargers in 2012 was his last team. But he was a practice squad member uh, at that point. And uh, he was actually, uh, in 2016, he was on the 49er staff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was, but he was special projects. He wasn't a, a, like a real coach. It seemed like he, maybe he was doing like, you know, scouting or, or uh, game film um, analysis. No problem. Yeah. yeah. All right, next. After that, we have another retread in Doug Peterson. This didn't guy he... is a Super Bowl winner, though. Yeah, but say, didn't he win a Super Bowl? <laughs> you think how long? How many years you give uh, him with Jacksonville before they win the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, uh, that's a tough situation he inherited. Mm-hmm. Um, although you know he gets a good young quarterback, and uh, you know he. Uh, he knows how to build, I think. Okay. Uh, he knows how to uh, use his talent. And, uh, you know, I think he could, you know, knows what a winning formula for the league is. And uh, he can probably get, probably get him there. You know, uh, it's, it's crazy to think, too, like, Doug Peterson, uh, he's he's not too far removed from uh, from a, a Super Bowl title. And uh, Jacksonville Jaguars aren't too far removed from a, uh, a AFC uh, championship either. Remember? Oh yeah, it was just like what, maybe five years ago? Around that, yeah. Yeah, Sounds about right. <clears throat> so, I mean, they have had some success in the, in the right. past. It's not like mm-hmm. they've been uh, uh, bottoms all of this. They tend to, to come up randomly and then shoot down for a while. Come up random. Yeah, so this yeah. might be another like the next couple of years might be another come up year. Um, it just they they Jacksonville lacks consistency, so it, it it reminds me of the Jets too. They they lack consistency as well. All right, next. I add other than the final contestant of this year's coach's corner. Hmm. Taking over the Houston. Yeah, this is another rough spot. Uh, the team's right. still going through criminal. Uh, it was all but announced uh, when they hired the last head coach that he was a placeholder. You know, inter- he might as well have been an intern guy. I forgot his name. But the thing is, uh, he's kind of replaced. And I'm pretty sure Levy Smith is not the, the rebuild that they're, they're going with. I personally feel he's another placeholder. I, I think so too. In uh, what direction? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, too. Uh, I feel bad too because I heard uh, an interview with Lovey Smith maybe uh, a couple weeks ago on the on Chris Long show. Yeah, and he he's a cool dude. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, front. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's one of those coaches that that's that's cool about it. Doesn't have to yell, get 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 all hyped up, but you know, tell you how it is. At the same time, he's he's there for for his players. And, He's all about helping them improve sure they're on the right track to play in the league. Because that you, you hear positivity like that, you can't help but want to play for them. So, I, as far as the coach, yeah, he's probably 
got it, but I didn't know if he's got the the whole part of the organization behind him as far as front office. Oh yeah, I I think they they brought him in just to be because he he's a NFL lifer. You know, he's very uh he's very well experienced. Nothing. He's even keeled as far as I know about uh, him on the uh, on the sideline and in the uh, in the locker room. So it was a good hire. You're right. He is uh, another placeholder. Um, last year's um, coach at Houston was David Culley. I, I think uh, that that's the the name that we talked about last year. That was a placeholder after uh, who's it? Brian, uh, something O'Brien, right? Bill O'Brien. Bill, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, he was the one who. Kind of fucked them over, uh, front office, GM wise anyway. Um, the Houston Texans. So, yeah, Levy Smith. Um, he's a he's a good players coach. He's a good coaches coach. Just a good guy. It's actually a, a very good hire um, as far as the Houston goes uh, while they're mid transition. So, um, good hire by Houston. Uh, really, probably the worst spot out of all these places. I think we we talked about it already and. Uh, give him a few years. M- maybe they can work their way out of it. Who knows? Who knows? You get lucky every once in a while with the draft, right? You you can get unlucky and lucky at the same time. So, cool, man. All right. Uh, can't wait to see how these. So we will be going uh, every quarter of the season, uh, pretty much. You know, give or take, maybe four or five games um, each quarter, and um, we will check back and see how each of these co- coaches are doing and uh and see which one is the first out because you know maybe one of these maybe another one maybe someone uh, on the other side that we don't see is is a first out how's your beard doing man good been almost gone same here we are going to rate our beers on untapped right now so uh whip them out your phones that is and Search Cold Brew Podcast on your untapped app and friend us and we'll friend you back. So you had today, what'd you have again? I had from the Booze Brothers Brewing Company. Yeah. Great Lager. Booze Brothers Courage? Great Lager. Well then, there it is. Booze Brothers Brewing Company, Courage Lager. What would you like to check in at? I give it a three five. Okay. And what are your notes for this beer? Okay. Uh, malty. Malty. Crisp. Would you say malty, crisp, and clean? Yep. Okay, malty and crisp. I misspelled a bunch of things. And clean. Save and check in. In it has. Oh, let me close these bandages real quick. Close all the cards. As an over, none of our friends have rated it, but it has an overall rating of three point six seven. Um, this ripe. Uh, this ripe is really good. I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's it's up my alley as far as IPAs go. I'm gonna give it a 4.5. That's how much I like it. So let me search for it on Untapped, Ripe. Um, I have to narrow it down. So see, great. No. Oh, there it is. All right. Oh, is the overall rating right now 4.22? 
Uh, we have six friends who've checked in on it uh, for an average of 3.96. Let's see who the friends are real quick. Oh, Buddy Eddie Gomez, he checked in, but he didn't rate it. Um, Jake Johnson gave it a 4.25. And Eric Stump gave it a 4.25. That's funny, he gave it a 425 on November 15th, 2020, but on November, September 13th, 2020, he gave it a 4.0. Maybe different batches, I don't know. Jake Johnson again. Kat Verley. Oh, I haven't mentioned uh, Kat in a while. I wonder how she's doing up there in North Dakota. Um, 4.5. And Kate. Oh, so did Kate. She gave it a 3.25. Uh, he was a big fan. And uh, Eddie Gomez, this is back in 2018, gave it a 425. And last but not least, John Bell just gave it a 3.25. Not a big fan, that John Bell. Maybe uh, it was a batch, but for me, I like it. I'm going to give it a 4.5. So 4.5. And I'm going to say it is 4.5. Here we go. Um, it was uh, Tropical. And soft. That's all I'm going to say. Tropical and soft. Perfect description. And there we go. Alright, so the next thing we're going to talk about. NFL season coming up, man. Uh, every year we give our picks. Division winners, division losers. Um, who's going to go to the wild card? And who's going to get the bye week? Let's see. Who's going to get the bye week for both the NFC and the AFC? So let's start with the NFC because that's our division because our favorite team is in that division. Um, let's go to the NFC North. And for those of you who haven't heard us before, we, we go North, East, West, South because I like the way it spells news as an acronym. All right, NFC North. Um, who do you have finishing first? Who do you have finishing last? Okay, so NFC North. Mm-hmm. Okay. North. Uh, I still got to go with the Packers. Okay, Green Bay. Very nice. So you have Green Bay first. Who do you have last in the... Uh, in the NFC North. There. The Bears. Alright. You know what? I same same here. Um first off, uh, I mean to beat the man or to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Um so far nobody in the NFC North has beaten Green Bay in, in numerous years. I think uh Minnesota is the closest. Uh if anything, Green Bay they have no receivers. They only have uh Running backs, and we all know how that goes in the NFL. Your running backs aren't going to last the whole season. Um, so yeah, I think I think same Green Bay and Chicago. They're just in their flummox. They're they're in a, a state of rebuild. So so are the Lions, but it just seems like the Lions are are headed in the right direction, and and the Bears are stagnating. So yeah, that's who I have exactly too. Um, I'll I'll go first on this next division, the East, the NFC East. I have in first place Dallas. Um, it was this one. This might have been one of my toughest choices because I was going back and forth between Dallas and Philly. But 
I think uh, at the end, I think Dallas just has too many. Uh, I think they have more talent. I think they have more. I, I don't like their coach at all. Don't like their their owner either. But and, and I know he has. He's got a lot of influence as far as the team goes. Um, so I think Dallas is gonna get first. And in last place, I I, I picked the Giants only because. After seeing last year's performance, I think uh, Washington has a few better players than the Giants do. Plus, the Giants got a new coach this year. So out of all of them, yeah, Dallas first and uh, the Giants last. Who do you have in the NFC East playing getting first and getting last? First, I have... Uh, I'm going to go with Philly. Okay. All right. I can't argue against that. Um. I think they're gonna like, just bounce back, have a better year, uh, mm-hmm. more development, just better performance. Because I, I think uh, I think the Cowboys uh, fell off. They got better this offseason. Okay, yeah, they, yeah. They 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 couldn't uh, resign. Uh, what's his name? Gregory. Um, he ended up going to a different yeah. team, and uh, one of their who was uh, Amari Cooper wanted out. I think he got out right. Uh, he didn't want it. I think he was released or traded. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, yeah, I can see that. Right. Then for last, I'm actually going to go with the Giants. Okay. I think uh, just the fact that they got the coach, I think uh, the got a little bit more cut. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. You know, I'm not, you know, again, I'm not expecting much for either team. Mm-hmm. I'm just expecting the to do better than Okay. Sounds good. All right, so NFC West. You get to go with NFC West first. What? I'm go with my Niners. They, okay. uh, they, they improved. They uh, kind of improved. Uh, as far as the quarterback is still out, but I think other personal areas. Uh, right. Take that back. The O line is a little spotty, but a lot of the starters. Like, I just I believe that the defense is really going to bail them out. And um, since his arrival, I mean, kept the Niners, and I, I still think they'll hold on and a lot of games. Both them. And then uh, last, we go to Seattle. They, uh, they lost their uh, franchise quarterback game. Yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do they have? Drew Locke and Geno Smith. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be a good. It's not. Gonna, they don't have a good situation as far as quarterback wise in Seattle. However, um, I'm going to go with my last place first. Um, I think it's Arizona. I because. In the back of my mind, I think the the Niners release Jimmy Garoppolo and Seattle picks him up, and he's a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. Um, Pete Carroll's a better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. Um, they, they they Kyler Murray's is is not a good quarterback, man. He has teammates to bail him out, and some of those hail marys that he's thrown back in the day that won him the games and and kept them. 10 and 0, I think last year or the year before, whatever it was, when they started the year. He it, his luck's run out. Uh he always gets hurt like mid-season or injured or, or somehow. Maybe not injured, but hurt. And so his his play always um 
dwindles by the end of the season. Um, who, they traded like a, a first round pick for Marquise, Marquise fucking Brown. I mean, he's he's don't get me wrong, he's he's serviceable, but he's not a number one to replace uh, Dwayne Hopkins. He's going to be out for six games, right? At least. Yeah, just Arizona's. Yeah. yeah, and TJ Watt is like your or Buda Baker, and I forgot the other uh, the other end on the other side. TJ Watt's gonna play what, like six, eight games this year? He always gets hurt too. He's, he's yeah, JJ Watt, uh, JJ or TJ? TJ's in in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, he's doing. All right, JJ Watt. Yeah, he's he's not what he used to be. And this team's is this team's a phony man. They're fugazi. They're they're gonna play like well a few games, or they're gonna play shit, and they're they're bad, man. <laughs> they're bad. So they're. For me, they're, they're they're my last place. I could be wrong. Uh, this could be the freezing cold take uh, of this whole episode, but they're gonna be last. And uh, I I picked the Rams to to be first this year. Um, I uh, I I know that they they've lost a few things, but they still have. Uh, well, Stafford's and I just heard Stafford just got hurt. So, um, but by the end, they're gonna turn around. The only reason the only reason I don't pick San Francisco first, and I I really want to. Like the uh, you know my heart wants to pick him first, but it's just because Trey Lance, man. I mean, he's a second-year quarterback. He's only played six games in the NFL, two starting. He only played like one, like one game before that in the in college. I know it's a COVID thing, but still, um, the 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 jury's out for me in 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 my mind on Trey Lance. I I hope he does well, and and I hope this is the the worst take I had, but. Um, yeah, the Niners are not going to place first this year. They're going to play second in the, in the in the West, but not first. I hope I'm wrong. All right. All right. Uh, um, so in the NFC South, I'll go first. Uh, Tampa Bay. I got to pick Tampa Bay. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. They still have Tom Brady. They still have a lot of great um, talent. A lot of good talent, but I mean... The, if you look at the rest of the division, you have the Saints. Eh, you know, they're good. They're not great. I don't know if they're, they're maybe right below Tampa Bay. And then you have the Car- well, Carolina. is just garbage. I mean, I, I, in fact, I'll, I'll give it away now. They're, they're last place uh, in in my picks. And then who's the other uh, NFC South team? Why can't I think of it right now? Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta. And they, they got some good talent there. They, they got some good talent there. Their tight ends are good and... Or that, that one tight end went to the name Pitts. Um, Mariota's okay. He's not great. Um, it gives him a little bit more mobility than Matt Ryan, but uh, he's not great. But uh, he, I think they're still better than Carolina. So, yeah. They, they might be the worst uh, NFC division um, right now. Now, who do you have uh, first and last in the NFC South? Uh, NFC South, I have... Tampa first, right? I mean, that's... Did you say? Oh, I'm sorry, you, you cut out again. Did you say Atlanta? No, I said <coughs> um, Tampa Bay first. Yeah. Carolina last. Oh, Carolina last. Yes, I agree. So you and I are in agreement. So, is rounding up uh, the. A- NFC wild card. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. So the NFC wild card. I have um, San Francisco and Philly and Minnesota. I think uh, Minnesota is going to squeak in there. 
So there are going to be two. There's going to be three teams. According to, to my estimation, there's going to be three teams from the NFC East in the playoffs. Two teams from the West and one from the North, one from the South. Who do you have on? Uh, and as far as the bye week goes, um, I'm just going by um, past um, past performance. I I'm going to call Tampa Bay. I, I I'm not 100 percent on that. I hope it's uh, the 49ers, but hey, I picked the 49ers last year and, and I was wrong. But uh, this year, I'm just going to go Tampa Bay. Um, who do you have for your wild card and your bye week? So bye week is basically the who you think is going to have the best uh, best record in the NFC um, at the end of the regular season. So who do you have the wild card? Yeah, so like you, I think, uh, oh, wild card first? Yeah, wild card first. All right, I'm going to put the uh, the Cowboys wild card. Okay. I'm going to put... Yeah, yeah. You said the Cowboys, and who's next? Rams. L A R. Okay. And I'm actually gonna go with the Saints. Ooh. Okay. Nice. All right. Good. I like that we have a little discrepancy there. Very nice. Yeah. I think it's like I think they're good enough to beat up on the Panthers. Really good mother. You ain't wrong, man. You ain't wrong about that. All right, uh, who do you have in the bye week? The bye week, I got ten. Yeah, again, it's the fact that they're in a uh, easy. Position, I right. Yeah, I get that. That's. I, I think that I should have vocalized that too. I. That's one of the reasons why I picked Tampa Bay because they're. I think they have the uh, the easiest division to win. <coughs> AFC. We're going to AFC North. Who did you? Uh, who do you think is going to be first and last in the AFC North? This is a pretty tough division, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens first. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and the Brown is the Brown. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going with the uh, Cincinnati first and Cleveland last. And uh, this was another tough one because I could. The only reason the the Ravens did poorly last year because they they were like the worst injured team uh, last year. They had so many injuries. All like I think all their starting running backs, like the first three top three running backs, got hurt. I think uh, Jackson got hurt for a little while. Yeah, the, did he have the shit game last year or, or the year before? <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah. think it was last. Year. Okay, yeah, but <laughs> I mean that that was just one play. Um, but yeah, so Baltimore's not a bad pick, man. Balt- I, I I'm gonna go with Cincinnati just because they went to the Super Bowl last year. Um, they got a little bit better on the the offensive line, and so, but we'll see, we'll see. It could be that Cincinnati was good, or just Baltimore was not good enough to knock them out uh, out of the uh, the playoffs. So, all right, AFC East. I will go first. I have Buffalo on there. Um, I thought they should have went to this. Uh, I thought they should have beat the Chiefs last year. I was very upset they did that they did not uh, beat the Chiefs. That that was one of the that was a classic, right? An all time classic playoff game. The the uh, the Chiefs and the Bills last year. Uh, I would put it up there because it's very entertaining. Yeah, I mean they the they were just throwing bombs at the end and just you know. It was basically whoever held the ball last. And that, with like, wasn't like 
what, like 30 seconds left, maybe 13 seconds left, the Baltimore scored yeah. or Buffalo scored, and it was like, oh, that's it, it's over. And then the Chiefs fucking two plays, and then they win. Fucking amazing. So uh, Buffalo, they're, they're on my first. And then uh, last place is the uh, the poor old New York Jets. They just cannot get out of their way. I, I Because Salah, their head coach, comes from the 49ers, I really want them to do well, but I don't see it, man. I, I don't see it. So who do you have first and last in the NFC East? AFC East, excuse me. AFC East, I got the Bills, like you. Mm-hmm. And last, I'm actually fourth Miami. Okay, why why do you think Miami? Uh, it's Tua. Oh, okay. I I, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, I would take Zach Wilson over uh, Tua. So. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah, me too. Shit, I take Mike White <laughs> over to the uh, the Jets uh, backup. Right. All right, uh, AFC West. Um, who do you have first? Who do you have last? Uh, 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 I'm gonna go with San Diego for first. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. You're on the the San Diego bandwagon. Nice. Yeah. Who do you have last? And for- for last, I know this is going to be kind of a, a, a what the, but I, I'm going to go with Denver. Ooh, okay. You, so you don't think the, the Wilson uh, coming in is going to, or and the new coach is the fix? You don't think that's the fix? Um, You know, not that they'll do terrible, but I think that just the fact that uh, uh, consistency with the other team is going to give them an edge. Oh, okay. I, you know, that, that that's a great argument, man. I it, I can't argue against it. The consistency really does help out a lot. All right. Um, on mine, I, I got KC going first, uh, just because of Mahomes. When when it comes to the AFC West, man, that all the, all those teams are so fucking good. They're stacked on both sides of the ball. Um, so for me, I look at the uh, I'm looking at the quarterbacks. That that's how I choose. And I know Denver's got a new coach, so. Maybe I should have factored that a little bit. Maybe I should have weighted that factor a little bit more heavily. But when I look at the quarterbacks in the AFC West, um, I like Mahomes the best. So I chose KC. And he's not a bad quarterback. But when you're talking about the AFC West, I think the, the fourth ranked quarterback is uh, Derek Carr. Or David Carr. One of the cars. The Carr brothers. So I have uh, Las Vegas as last place in the in the West. Um, so yeah. Uh, next is the AFC South. And I have in first place, I have the Indianapolis Colts. I think they have a great team. They got some great players and their offensive line is fantastic. Um, they've had consistency the last couple of years. So I'm going with the Colts going first in the AFC South. And the last place, I have the Houston Texans, uh, the aforementioned Houston Texans. I mean, they're, they're just they're just in a bad way right now. Um, they need a few years to get out of their own way. And so it, it, this is not their year. Uh, Wells, as good of a quarterback as he could be, um, it's just bad. He, it just sucks he's in a bad situation. So, um, yeah, Indy first, Houston last. Who do you have in the AFC South, first and last? Um, sorry. No, it's cool, man. Take your time. AFC South, I'm going to go with the Colts. 
Okay. They just they got a stack roster. Yep. Pat Ryan. Uh, he's he's in a good situation. He's he's good enough not to not to screw up. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. And uh, last time Houston. Yeah. Same here. Only because only because I think Jacksonville got them. So you're up first for the uh, the wild card of the bye week for the AFC since I w- went first in the NFC. Who do you have uh, the in the three wild card spots for the AFC, and then the who gets the bye week? Who has the uh, the best record of the AFC? Okay, so uh, here's the thing: I think it's gonna be. Raiders and the Titans. Okay, so Raiders, Titans, I, I, you cut out, so I didn't hear your first one. Oh, the Chiefs. Okay, so KC, LV, and TEN. So you have KC, LV, and TEN. Oh, man. AFC West, you think the, they're going to show up in the, the, the wild card, in the playoffs anyway. Nice, I like it. Um, who do you think has the best uh, record in the AFC next year or this season. The Bills, yeah, I agree. I, I did the same thing. I have the bye week. the The Bills get the bye week, um, and in the wild card, I have Baltimore. So you had Baltimore uh, first in the North. I I did not have them first in the North, but they are they will make the wild card. Um, Pittsburgh, I I put Pittsburgh. I think that might be my only controversial one. I think Pittsburgh will get in just because the. Uh, Cause Tomlin, he just knows how to how to coach a team. Um, I could be wrong, so you know, whatever. Colding freeze take and uh, freezing cold take, and then last on the list, I have San Diego. Um, and really, man. And I was talking with my uh, with my friend out here, Mario, who's uh, who who comes from Southern California and is a Chargers fan. I told him, and he, I think he kind of agreed that. Uh, if the if the Chargers don't do it this year, they gotta blow it up and start all over again. Cause I I don't know what the fuck they're doing wrong. Cause they they've had too many chances with this uh, this roster and this this lineup that they're doing. So um, we'll see see how it goes. Yeah, now now then again, if, with any of these picks, and uh, do you agree? Like with any of these picks, this is like if everyone stays healthy, which we know they aren't. But right, if anyone stay if everyone stays healthy, this is our picks, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, like if Brady goes down like we three. <laughs> yeah, he goes down with the ACL tear, it's done. Yeah, they're they're gone. <laughs> they're off the map. Cool man. Alright, uh ah, man, I'm I'm so I'm I'm so pumped for the uh the season this year. I, it, but it happens every year, right? Like we're so like far away from football as possible at this point. I, as soon as it comes back we're just uh, jumping on every opportunity to watch a game or absorb any information, right? Very much. Very nice. All right, man. Uh, anything else you'd like to add to this episode of Cold Brew Podcast? Go night. <laughs> and with that, we'd like to thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.